This is Cover 2, a podcast on the Cleveland Browns. Hit! Browns are going to win! Mayfield, end zone, Landry, touchdown! With Dan Kadar and Browns beat writer Nate Ulrich of the Akron Beacon Journal and Ohio.com. With Steve Dorshuk from the Canton Repository. Browns fans, now, Cover 2, a podcast on the Cleveland Browns. Okay, this is George Thomas from the Akron Beacon Journal with Marla Reinauer from the Beacon Journal, Steve Dorschick from the Canton Repository, and Nate Ulrich, who's in Los Angeles. I almost said San Diego Mm -hmm. (laughs) at SoFi Stadium. Analyzing the aftermath of, um, you know, that was a great game. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a great game. But we're going to get to the nuts and things real quick because I think Nate's in a closet. So <laughs> we, we don't want him to get locked in or anything. You know, my first big question, and, and, and I'm sure it's in the minds of a lot of people, what happened on that final drive after that brilliant defensive play where they forced um, Austin Eckler to score to give Baker Mayfield a shot at, at pulling that game out? I mean, that the play calling, I'm not a coach. You know, it just seemed odd. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, I don't know um... – why they didn't push it downfield sooner because they got it back at 131 left with at their 25. They didn't have any timeouts. And, you know, you, you look at the play by play and it's a, a, a short pass to Higgins for six yards, short pass to Hunt and gets three. And then they run Hunt on third and one, he gets two. They get a timeout because a, a an injury timeout, a Chargers linebacker got hurt during that play. So that stopped the clock at 41 seconds. Then they started to try to move it, and they got it to, what, the their 46. The Cleveland 46, as far as they advanced there with that the David Njoku 10-yard pass, and then they tried to start pushing it down field after the spike. Um, now, Baker contends, and the Browns are not happy because um, Baker said that the officials missed two pass interference penalties on one of those plays. Um, so the no calls went against the Browns, and the call on A.J. Green, obviously, and Mike Williams uh, went in favor of the Chargers. Um, but, hey, the Browns also, to be fair, did say, and Baker said it too, we can't let it come down to that. We have to take care of business. There, there were missed opportunities, and there certainly were. In a great game and a shootout like that, you're going to look back when you lose and say we missed this, this, and that. And so that's what happened. Well, for the record, he was right. The, the officiate, officiating was suspect today. But beyond that, he was also right in saying point blank. You don't look to the officials to bail you out of your situation. That's You get the job done, and that, that's that. Steve, you look like you have something you want to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to telegraph that to you, George, but I, I, I really do. No, um, uh, the officials have as much responsibility as the players. So, 
George and Marla and Nate, I, I think, and, and they blew it big time here. And 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 Baker is uh, is is right. I'm glad that he said that you have to overcome any obstacles, including some horrible calls. I, I forget which one of the guys said post game. It might have been Garrett. Uh, I think it was Miles who'll probably get fined for it. But he said it was a terrible call. The the pass interference on uh, AJ Green, right, Nate? Yeah, it was Miles. But those uh, two two of the very worst officiating decisions that you will ever see. We saw tonight, uh, and, and a worse one than the the pass interference on uh, on Green was the holding call on Treader that I'd have to go back to my play sheet, but it was a really key call. And okay, this is the pass rusher on on Treader. Okay, reenactments by Steve. I love it. <laughs> and and, and Treader himself for the people listening just, on the podcast. You know, you, you forgive the official for maybe having a, a, a an angle where he couldn't see that, but I'm sorry. That was such a bad, bad, bad call, and and it was one of those where you say, well, yeah, yeah. He probably had a bad angle. He didn't see it, but that was that was awful. They're the one that had a bigger impact on the game, and it was just a miserable, miserable call. You want to reenactment, George? <laughs> <laughs> the, the the guy Green is getting his jersey tugged like that. By the game as a terrible call, and it changes the game. And and uh, you you can't not talk about that, no matter how you want, how much you want to be a football player, and say we have to overcome the adversity. But wait a second, Mike Williams elevated Green. He elevated. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, it wasn't he, even subtle. He, he, he grabbed him, and uh, so I. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a terrible call. Garrett's absolutely right. Maybe he should get a bonus from the league instead of a fine. <laughs> Well, I thought it was interesting that in that Miles party said, you know, the refs are humans, but we get held to a high degree of execution and so should they. I mean, that's probably what's going to get him the biggest fine. Um, but anyway, I mean, I thought he was argue very, very right on. And I mean, it's almost like more like, why do you just, why did they put themselves in position to decide the game? You know what it's like? It's almost like you don't call a foul at the end of an NBA game. You know, you let the players decide it. I mean, that's kind of how I felt about this. You don't make the call at the end of the NBA game. You certainly don't make it the, the wrong call like that. It was just the dead wrong call. So, yeah, good point, Marla. Once again, we're going to have chatter this week because, gee, guess who was not, quote, unquote, utilized? Odell Beckham Jr. Um is there something there? Are we all tired of beating this dead horse? What? Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of it. And he dropped a crucial pass for a first down on a fourth and fourth and two, fourth and short. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he ends up with two catches for 20 yards. I don't know what you guys thought of Baker's overall performance, but I thought he, uh, you know, had a really, uh, strong showing you want him to come up there at the end right you want him, you want him in the offense to come up there at the end you know i know the officiating is part of this discussion but you want him to come up with another score there um and to answer in this back and forth but you know overall baker 23 32 for 305 yards two touchdowns no picks 122.5 rating after that abysmal performance in minnesota today was the david njoku day Seven catches on seven targets for 149 yards and a touchdown. And 
uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. It was it was kind of a weird game in that way. Um, and some of the guys who we think can do more but haven't been kind of given the opportunities uh, to this extent. But yeah, I don't I don't know what you guys think of Odell. I mean, he was only targeted three times. The one was the drop, and then he had two catches. You know, to to speak to Baker Mayfield for a minute, he he deserves no blame in any of this today. I'm sorry. Within the confines of what he's dealing with, they called the perfect game. They took advantage of of, of Los Angeles weaknesses. They ran the ball all over him, which is the primary primary weakness. So I don't see how you can blame the offense in any way in a broad sense. Now, Odell dropping a pass on the money on fourth and two, he deserves some criticism for that, without a doubt. The offense in general, no. Odell, I'm going to give Odell Beckham a a pass for dropping that ball. But uh, it, it obviously was a terrible drop. You know, I'm, I'm sure he was trying to catch the ball. It was very perplexing because we've all seen uh, Odell catch make make uh, circus one-handed catches in, in training camp that uh, are just science fiction, fiction catches. And for him to drop a ball like that is utterly utterly perplexing. But I'm I'm forgetting entirely about Odell Beckham and Nate going to that final uh, final drive of the game. Baker has had a few of these. Uh, across the last uh, couple of years in the Baltimore game, maybe the, uh, the Kansas city game. But, uh, but this time uh, football protocol along the lines of, you don't talk about penalties. No, no, no. We didn't lose because of penalties. Although in the case of uh, tonight, uh, they did to a large extent lose because of penalties. And the other no, 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 is you, you don't, um, you don't talk about injuries. And we didn't lose. We, you can't. You can never say we lost because of the injuries. But in the case of that last drive, and Stefanski, in kind of fumbling around and getting to this point, uh, did say that uh, that uh, uh, in in some of the injury cases we were into our depth chart. This was Kevin trying to say, trying to answer a question honestly about what was happening on that last drive. What was happening was you were down a left tackle and you're down a right tackle and you're playing a different sport. I'm sorry. If you don't have uh, your number 10 overall pick at, at left tackle, and you don't have your really expensive uh, pick at right tackle, you're not playing the same sport as a play caller as you are with them. And uh, everything that was flooding his mind at, at that point in that, that pressure, granted he has to handle the pressure, but uh, there were, he was in such a spot there of uh, trying to find plays in his mind that were going to work with uh, the game and uh, the early part of the season on the line. Yeah, he did mention, you know, that, that, you know, the tackle situation affected the play calling, but I mean, there was that one, I guess, play to hunt where I'm they, oh, they're thinking, Oh, we broke it for 20 yards last week, but I'm like, that's low. That's probably why I don't call it. Cause that, that got their attention, you know, of what he's capable of. But I mean, I didn't think, I was more upset if we're talking about the end of the game, more about the clock management than I was about the um, the play calling, just because like you said, Steve, the offense was hamstrung without, you had no, you know, virtually no time to throw. You had just to step back and wing it. So, um, but, but 12 yards and 50 seconds is a little more disturbing to me than some of those things. I don't know, Marla. I almost think that uh, 
Stefanski. Well, I do this. This is a valid theory, I think. Did Kevin panic with the situation uh, um, uh, in in his lap with those tackles down and not really knowing, have, having very little idea what was going to work, taking your best guess? Did did he panic or? Um, and 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 I think you could even even ask that. Uh, did he panic or was just a a uh, a situation where he was uh, darned if you do and darned if you don't with uh with the kind of protection or run block he was going to get uh, down those two tackles and all that uh, noise and with all that pressure. You know, like, like we said, we're going to try and get Nate out of his closet. Ultimately, where does the blame other than the officials lie for this loss? Any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I think we've gone over it. I mean, you had injuries <laughs> I, th I agree with you guys. Definitely a factor. Um, you're playing with uh, Blake Hans at left tackle and uh, for the whole Hudson. game, and James Hudson at right tackle in crunch time. Execution. I mean, you, you obviously um, there were missed opportunities throughout the game that you can go and point to, obviously, because it's Odell and it was a fourth down and he had the, the ball in his chest and that was Baker's first incompletion of the game. He completed his first nine passes. That was the 10th. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of the season opener in 2020 in Baltimore when Baker went to Odell on a on a key. Uh, I think that was a fourth down too, um, and, and a key drop. And you know, obviously defensively, we got to talk about the fact that two blown coverages resulted oh. in 72 yard and 42 yard touchdowns to Mike Williams. I understand injuries again are part of this equation. You have AJ Green playing. A lot of snaps because Denzel Ward went out with a neck injury in the first quarter. You know, I understand that you had some moving parts that way, but you still need your backups to be ready and know what they're doing. And for, um, you know, in this specific case, A.J. Green and Grant Delpa to be on the same page and know who's going to pick up the coverage there on that first one, the 72-yard one, the 42-yard one. I would have to go back and look, but I asked John Johnson the third about it. he knew exactly what happened. He knew exactly how the coverage was blown. You saw him throw his hands in the air. Nobody was even near Mike Williams on that. In either one. case, in either case, he was he, he could have he could have like walked into the end zone. Right. So I I mean there I hey it would have been great if there was some more clutch moments in this back and forth. Uh, battle and 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 you know the Browns could could score walking off, but defensively you have to say as good as this defense was in the previous two games, this was a major letdown. I understand this is a really good opponent, but yeah, I mean <laughs> we know that the 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 wave of momentum this D was riding heading in, and it just did not follow through. Yeah, the way, the the one one player um, when we were talking about injuries, guys. The one, the one injury I thought was the uh, the most uh, damaging was the one to uh, to Clowney. Just think they're playing a slightly different sport uh, when when Clowney's not in there, and that the whole dynamics of the play calling for the Chargers were going to be different if uh, Clowney's applying the kind of pressure he was the previous two weeks. Uh, um, but uh, that George, uh, if if I'm going to uh, um, submit one reason the Browns lost the game, ultimately it's because Clowney wasn't there to hold down and contain somewhat Justin Herbert, who's been very good, but certainly not this good. 
he was just going to be very good, not this good, if Clowney had been on the field, in my opinion. I don't know. I got to go to those blown coverages. And I mean, I know you had a lot of injuries back there, but that doesn't make up for the lack of communication with whoever's in the game to kind of, you know, get that synced up a little, especially after it happened once, you know, the virtually, I mean, and it wasn't the only, he wasn't the only one that was sometimes running uncovered. You know, I just thought there were too many glaring errors and maybe that's just because these guys haven't played together, but I do think that's, to me, that's what stood out. All right, guys. I've got McDonald's waiting for me. <laughs> so <laughs> that wasn't a PSA, by the way. Before we go, USA Today, the people, the, the network we work for has a new app, a new Sports Plus app that's made especially for fans. USA Today Sports Plus, download it now at the App Store and on Google Play. Um, with that, I'm out with Marla Reidenauer, Steve Dorshuk, and Nate Ulrich from Los Angeles, who probably has a red eye tonight. Good luck. Take it easy, guys. Thank you.